0: I'm your host, Jamaica Lomendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Moore-Han. And as always, we have with us E.P.E. Yeah, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we have to keep them around. We're contractually, contractually obligated. How are you doing this evening, Nick?
1: Uh, go, abs, go. We'll talk about that later. But the abs are in the second round against the Blues playing right now. So if I'm a little distracted on the podcast, I apologize.
0: That's all right. It's like talking to E. All right. Speaking uh, of, how you doing this evening, E? Doing good, man. Um, <laughs> Always, no. dude. Like It's Most like he knows it's coming, and it's like he just does has nothing prepared ever. I'm going to go into
2: it, but we're going to talk about it. But it was a bad weekend, you know, FA Cup, Sixers. It's just been a
0: bad, you know, just yeah. a bad couple of days for me. Yeah, you could, you could say that. Just because we're yeah. going to cover it doesn't mean you can't say yeah. that.
1: At the beginning. Well, I mean, there are a, – a uh, soccer team that supports a rogue terrorist nation basically so i mean they 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 deserve to lose as much as well, they support literally russian arms dealing and i i for one won't stand for it
0: yeah i'm i'm not i'm i'm all for their travesty right um
1: good good job by fifa may i say
0: good job by that's, that's a first that's a first on this podcast good job by fifa dropping ea
1: yeah that was that was also good too. Yeah, those <laughs> those video games are really going to make them money if they don't have FIFA on the name.
0: Oh boy.
1: Where did where so, did that come from by the way? Do we where did that did that just that just kind of came out of the blue, didn't it?
0: No, they've been having uh issues renegotiating the deal for a while and and it, like FIFA wanted to go a different direction uh for the last few years. I think they feel like um EA stagnated which oh stop me if you've heard that before right you know and there was um what's that other one pro pes right pro evolution soccer yeah that one started eating into market share because people were just like fuck it we just want something different so um honestly ea's fifa was probably the better sports the best sports game they make so (laughs) it's kind of funny that they are the first ones to kind of pull chocks but
1: I don't know, Chell's probably pretty good. Or Chell's good. What's good? NHL.
0: Oh, NHL, yeah, but FIFA, I think FIFA's better than the NHL game. Wait. I think the NHL game is also fire though. So explain this to me. Who dropped EA? FIFA dropped EA, later not working
2: with EA? Anymore? They FIFA and EA are not making uh
0: FIFA anymore. So EA right. is losing one point six billion in revenue. Every mm-hmm. year? Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct, yeah. So FIFA decided to go. They're going to go somewhere else for their games from now on. Damn. Yeah. I mean, that's a drop
2: in the bucket for EA, though. I would say, given the world stage that soccer has, it's probably their most profitable game, though. As far as, like, Madden, NBA. Do they have yeah. an
0: NBA? No, so they had NBA Live. Live like it, you, NBA Live used to be my favorite, but again, so they stagnated and NBA 2K shit on them.
1: Oh, remember when NBA Live had the dunk contest <laughs> and you could do all the moves?
0: So NBA Live 05 is, in my opinion, the single greatest basketball game uh, that's been made. Uh, well, yeah, it is. And then NBA Streets next.
1: NBA Street is pretty good.
0: <laughs> NBA Street was fire. But now, does, like,
1: now, 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 does any of them come close to uh, ESPN uh, Football 2005? Or or if you football, what was it? 2K Football? 2K5 Football. So 2K5? I, I what remember. What that was, was that game's name?
0: That was when uh, that same time they released that football game. They released their ESPN game of basketball, and uh, Ben Wallace was on it.
1: Right. Oh yeah.
0: man, those yeah, those were not good.
1: <laughs> the basketball games weren't.
0: Uh, no, just all of those. The I didn't football think
1: it, game was really good.
0: I didn't agree. No. I thought it sucked, but that's also because Madden 05 was fire, though. Right. I remember Madden 0- 05 was when they first put in QB Vision, right?
1: Right. Yeah, um, that was the that was the Mike that was the Mike Vick. The greatest the greatest uh, sports video game character of all time maybe 100%. maybe but maybe Bo Jackson in uh in tech mobile but
0: and then the the next closest football player was Christian McCaffrey when he came off his a uh, thousand thousand season
1: right yeah he was pretty much you could
0: not football. tackle him you
1: couldn't tackle him <laughs> I remember I, I remember with Madden 2005 I obviously I, I don't think I played on all Madden but I had like a 14 and two season with the Carolina Panthers The dominant defense, and the the one my two losses were to Mike Vick because you could not stop (laughs) him.
0: Because you could not
1: the Mike Vick Falcons, you could not stop
0: it. Yeah, and well, you were also using the Jake Delhomme Panthers, right? Shout out Jake Delhomme, podcast legend.
1: Podcast legend, indeed.
0: I don't know. We just do. We just arbitrarily created that. He beat the Eagles
2: in the NFC Championship, so
1: he
0: did. Yeah, but who didn't? Saints. (laughs) The Saints. <laughs> Fair enough. It's the Saints, but my job. Dang! <laughs> I know we don't have video
1: yet, but the fire that just lit in Eric's eyes—it it looked like friendship was about to end.
2: Anyway, just to give a little context <laughs> to what we we're talking about,
1: Eric's lips are so pursed. Anyway. Uh,
2: EA announced their for two twenty for twenty twenty one. They had six point one nine billion in revenue generated
0: for twenty
2: twenty one. Yeah. And only 26% of that came from their actual sports game. The rest came from DLC content and stuff. Yeah. So they're dropping their... I mean, it doesn't really matter to them. They made most of their money. They made 70 what? 76% of their money? Well, that's why... four
0: percent That's why most gamers... I didn't mean to step on you, sorry. But that's yeah. why most gamers can't stand EA. Because they were... They kind of helped pioneer on a large scale microtransactions. Correct, yeah. And so... Gamers hate EA and they try to stay away from EA. Like true gamers hate EA and try to stay away from them for that reason. Because my microtransactions were they got it got so outlandish, they ruined Battlefront. You remember that?
1: Yep, bro. Yeah, Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield is awful now too. But yeah, Star Wars Battlefront, one of the greatest games of all time. One of the greatest two games of all time.
0: So Xbox Battlefront absolute heat everyone who played them loved them. great fucking games they, they were just good games to, if you weren't even a star wars fan, now they created a new battlefront they're like oh by the way you get a run around as fucking jedi which was tight which is what we always wanted and then they put darth vader and luke skywalker behind paywalls yeah so you dropped 60 bucks on the game and which wasn't
1: even done which had so many glitches and bugs
0: which was relate, released early, which is what video game companies do now because they can't meet their own deadlines, which they create. Look at you, Cyberpunk. And um, so they put them behind paywalls, and fans were fucking up in arms. I remember I bought it, brought it home, downloaded it, installed it, saw that it was behind a paywall, tried to play a few games, put it back in the put it back back in the game case, went to GameStop, turned it in, and got I think it was The Witcher Three.
1: It was also like just that. a terror. It was also just terrible gameplay. <coughs>
0: yeah, it was not Chris. There were so many bugs. Like, I remember once they got all that figured out, people were like, well, Battlefront's actually pretty good. I was like, they can eat a fucking dick. That's another reason why I don't buy the sports games anymore. Like, if it wasn't included in my game pass, I'm never playing those games. I'll play, I'll play MLB the show instead. Because that's actually a good sports game. It's a fire game. Shout out the MLB the show. But on right, Xbox so, now. So now that we've tangented uh, that way, we've got another action-packed show for you on the heels of last week's Justin episode. Uh, we'll be t- we'll be touching base on the wrapping of the NBA semis and going into the conference finals, which are shaping up to be fairly interesting. As Nick alluded to at the beginning, the Avalanche first round sweep rest is officially over. They are now playing the St. Louis Blues today and the plethora of Game 7s that happened this weekend and what is now dubbed Game 7 Weekend. I don't know. I just made that up. Maybe we can work the name a little. (laughs) And we'll get into some of the NHL playoff predictions. The NBA draft lottery kicked off today before the ball game kicked off, so we'll touch a little bit on that. And um, with that being said, let's get into the pop culture pick I believe today's order is Eric... Uh, Nick, myself No, sorry, Nick, Eric, myself And that'll be top five people You'd want to have your back In an all-out brawl uh, We did some workshopping on this We will not be doing movie characters This will be real people And with that being said Nick, take it away, you have the first pick
1: Do they have to be alive?
0: No my no, first pick,
1: have. my first pick will be former president
0: Andrew Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honorary producer of this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, Andrew Jackson. He used to he fights he fights old-timey style. With right. His, with his uh what's called chin up form.
1: <laughs> yeah. Listen, here's here's the thing, right? Whenever you're on the Senate floor now and you see Republicans and Democrats yelling at each other. Remember there was a time when Andrew Jackson, if somebody disagreed with him, would one, try to fight them, or two, challenge them to a duel. They literally made a law that congressmen cannot engage in duels on the Senate floor because Andrew Jackson challenged enough people to duels. Also, a man came into the Senate, tried to kill Andrew Jackson, shot him with a pistol twice. His pistol malfunctioned, both, both pistols malfunctioned. Andrew Jackson had to be pulled off this man because he was beating him to death with a cane. (laughs) If you are saying that isn't one of one, you're wrong.
0: Andrew Jackson's, as the kids would say, about that smoke.
1: He is about that smoke. (laughs) Don't come at Andrew Jackson.
0: (laughs) All right, Eric, let's get into the second pick. Who do you got? What do you got? How do you say?
2: Uh, I feel like it was not as obvious of a choice as Andrew Jackson, but for me, in a brawl, I'm taking Mike
0: Tyson. I mean, yeah, that's, okay, a, great yeah, that, that's a pretty obvious choice. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> I think I think you're right right on the line there. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I mean, the way – and Mike Tyson – I would take Mike Tyson now.
2: Yeah. I'll like after he deuced that kid up on the airplane. 30, 70, I don't care. I'm taking Mike
0: yeah. Tyson. I don't think I could take Mike Tyson now. I, I can. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, Okay. <laughs> No, because you were like, I'll take Mike Tyson now. I was just like, nah, I'm oh. there, bro. <laughs> Uh, the English language, it's fun. All right. So my first pick is gonna be Frankie Nunez. Or wait, Frankie
1: Muniz. Frankie Munez, yeah. Munez. M-U-N-E-Z. Yeah. Yes. What a what a talk about a one hit wonder. Where did Frankie Muniz go?
0: Uh he took his money and left, bro. I guess he probably got diddled. That's why he's not showing his face. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you know, Hollywood loves their molestation. Don't you hate
1: getting diddled?
0: (laughs) I do. I hate getting diddled, especially when it fucks with my money, bro. (laughs) So my logic behind this pick is in all brawl. I need somebody to take hits so I can come in (laughs) over the top. So I'm going to hold him from the back from his shirt and come over behind him and hit the motherfuckers in the face. I'm just approaching it from a more skilled, you know.
1: It's a strategy. It's a strategy.
0: Chestnut checkers, motherfucker, you know. What? I completely agree with that strategy.
2: Me and Rudy, every time we got in brawls, I was defense, he was offense. Yeah. I got punched in the face. <laughs> you got to have a
0: tank.
1: What has every RPG
0: go. taught us? You got to have a tank. Exactly. Dude, so D&D pioneered RPGs. They right. built Goliath for a reason, so you right. go in there and fuck shit up. So yeah, I'm taking Frank Frankie Munez uh, also just because. What was his? What's his, What was his show?
1: Malcolm in the Middle. You? Malcolm. Malcolm in, the middle, in the,
0: right? the middle. You guys are saying his name and I can't put a face.
1: to Google him. his name. You he's know, he's the him. dude from. He's Malcolm and Malcolm in the Middle. Yes,
0: 100. percent Yeah. What do you What do you mean, Eric? Just think of Malcolm from Malcolm
1: in the Middle. I've never seen the show, bro. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's A ridiculous statement that just came out of your mouth.
2: Oh, okay. Isn't he like Spy Kids or some shit, too? I don't
0: uh, know. Tell, did, you tell he me did, he was, he did oh, a Cody spy Banks.
1: movie. Cody
0: Agent Banks. Cody Banks. Shout out that throwback to all the podcast listeners. Let us know if you've seen Agent Cody Banks. All right. So that was my first pick to round it the first round. I, you know, I obviously didn't have Mike Tyson or Andrew Jackson, but there is some sort of strategy in my picking. So now, uh, so it's only real people. I was about to say, Wait, doesn't Eric
1: get to pick again? No, he's third.
0: i I'm third. Oh, third. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Snake drafts are hard. <laughs> yeah, drafts are hard. <laughs> All right. I'm going, uh, I need some backup. I'm a pretty big dude. I'm going to take the mountain from game of thrones. Oh, like Hoth- the, ac- H- the actual dude. I don't know how to say his
1: name. Hoth Bjornsson.
0: That, yeah, there you go.
1: I mean, what a name, too. I mean, just his name. Like, if you said you were going to fight a group of five people and you were like, yo, who you got on your squad? And they're like, yo, Jack, Jack, Tom, Mike, and Joe. And you're like, I have I have a guy named Half Thor Bjornsson.
0: <laughs> exactly, bro. Like, you ain't <laughs> fucking with me. That's a trio you don't want to see. Me, Frankie Munez, and the Alan from Game <laughs> of I don't. I... That's a trio I
1: 100% want to see. Like, that's like a wireless symbol, I feel like. <laughs> it's like three bars of wireless
0: signal. Oh, my goodness. All right, so that, that rounds out my pick, so we'll go ahead and go back to Eric. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go with Chuck Norris. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good pick. Dude, does anyone have any Chuck Norris jokes?
1: I mean, I'm sure we could have some, but.
0: Yeah, Eric, get us a Chuck Norris joke. Do your job.
1: <laughs> Your best Chuck Norris joke.
0: Get get us a fire one. I, I could get, probably think of one. I used Chuck to Norris know so so already had a one. joke ready. Nah, that wasn't good.
1: But I mean right. you should have had the joke ready, but I mean it's baby steps. <laughs> we got you talking, so baby steps.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Norris. I mean you had you you should have had this joke lined up, that is true. You knew you were gonna take him. All right, while Eric's looking this up, let's go to Nick. Nick, go ahead.
1: Uh, I'm going to choose General Mattis.
0: General Mattis? Yeah. No, that's an awful pick. (laughs) You think so? Of all the generals, you're taking General Mattis? Mattis, yeah. Okay. M-A-T-T-I-S. Yeah, you remember he got in trouble for sleeping with his, like... No, that
1: was Petraeus. You're thinking of Petraeus.
0: No, I would not choose Petraeus in a That's maybe that's why. I mean, look, insert standard white guy general here. General Mattis. Standard white guy here. Wow. Well, can I get a young looking picture? Dude, this dude looks like he's been old forever. Right, dude. He's experienced. Dude, he's 71 years old. You can only have, if you're taking General Mattis, you can only have 71 year old
1: general. (laughs) All right. I'll take it. All right. Like you said, defense and offense. (laughs) I need the guys to be like, is that General Mattis? And then, pow, (laughs) I just punched you in the face. Dude,
0: can I get young General Mattis? I want a young General Mattis. (sighs) If you're going to take a general, you take a Marine general. That's a good, solid choice. All right, go ahead. Finish up your next one.
1: Uh, I think just because he's been in some stuff, like actual stuff, I want Mark Wahlberg as my third pick. And a silence fills the room.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a, Yeah, you, you. I thought my Frankie Muniz pick would be the worst one. I think he went up to me twice. How is that uh, the worst one? Because uh, Frankie Muniz was at least funny. Mark Wahlberg. So Mark Wahlberg can actually fight. He could get slept right now by me. <laughs>
1: Dude, him, I would love give, to see that. Give, give him I my wish, number. I wish we had enough of a podcast following to make you fight Mark Wahlberg. Mark for, Wahlberg would drop you in a second.
0: I will gladly get slept for Mark for for charity versus Mark Wahlberg. I will gladly do it. Mark just Wahlberg for the, will Mark Wahlberg will end you. Just for the off chance that if I sleep Mark Wahlberg, I'm forever that dude. I just don't. I, Yo, young General Mattis does not look young. Uh,
1: no, he is, doesn't look. He's been balding since fifteen.
0: Yeah, this is not this is not good. All right, so that wraps up Nick's terrible back-to-back picks, leaving nothing but options on the table. Who do you got, Eric? Uh, just because he's a dog. I'm going go Max Holloway. All right. That's a good pick.
1: I mean, that's offense and defense in one, so yeah, it's pretty good.
0: 100%. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Bruce Lee, obviously. Oh, yeah, okay, man. that's a good one.
1: But he got the he got the sh- <laughs> he got the shipy diving by Brad
0: Pitt. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but that's funny, dude. Uh, Eric, you had three picks. I didn't even think of them.
2: Like this whole time, when I thought of the question, the whole conversation never paused in my head. And he's clearly the number one pick.
0: Yeah, and who's the who's the trans swimmer that just won? <laughs> Leah Thomas. All right, I'm taking Leah Thomas with my fourth <laughs> pick.
1: All right, well you've you've activated the protocol then <laughs> for my
0: for my last pick. She just eating motherfuckers with it 100 percent But she's she's showing up and she's only allowed to fight with flippers as her weapons. So her scuba gear is what she hits people with. You get a pantofla and you get a fly. I'm here for it. So I'm coming. I'm coming to win, bro. This this lineup. You don't want this lineup. This is smoke filled city, bro. We we taking the chip. All right, go ahead, Eric. Who you got next? I know we shit on him constantly on this
2: podcast, but Steven Seagal.
0: <laughs> no
1: way. Of the of the '80s actors to choose, you're gonna choose Seagal, dude. He's so stiff. The way he moves this shit be great. He's butt water, dude. So, okay, I yeah, look, he I, he won up your Mark Wahlberg pick. Mark Wahlberg has actually been to jail for fighting. Uh, oh, yeah, that
2: if that's the criteria, up an old Korean man is not fighting.
0: Okay, yeah, what? if that's if that's the criteria, dude, just what did you just say, Eric? If beating up an old Korean man is not fighting, bro, <laughs> you still beat him up. <laughs> yeah, that old man asked for it though, in my in his defense, in my defense. Yeah, in, in your defense cuz he's on your team. All right. So, we'll just sit here and quietly until Nick I'm picks. Just, yeah. I'm thinking. I mean, he's going to have to drop the joke since you uh, opened the floodgates. gates. You yeah, bet. I
1: I am going to have to drop the joke. Um
0: what joke? I'm, it's going over my head right now.
1: You okay? I want I want somebody pretty sneaky. Uh I'm going to choose Todd Bertuzzi. Are
2: we just picking shit that he knows I can't spell? <laughs>
1: Is that what we're doing at this point?
0: Okay. Uh, well. Hey, let's let's see how you spell it.
2: Todd B, that's what we're getting. He
0: put Todd B. He didn't even try. <laughs> didn't even dude. try. Burr to
1: Z. Eric. Just gonna yeah, sit here in silence.
0: I think that's kind of how you would spell it. I don't know how to spell it either in your defense. So
1: B-E-R. T-U-Z-Z-I. Apparently, I thought that was going to be a funny joke to you guys because he ended Steve Moore's career by punching in the back of the head. But I guess not.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to – I don't recall who that is right now. It sounds like a hockey player.
1: Yeah, he was a hockey player. I'm sorry, bro. Um, And let's see. To round out my list, now I've lost all faith and confidence. Who'd you yourself? pick? You, you picked. You picked the. You picked. Wh- what's her name?
0: Leah Thomas.
1: Leah Thomas. I'll take Bruce Jenner with a car. <laughs> that's a. That's a odd. That's an automatic win. Tom, you dead man. <laughs> that's an automatic win. Wasn't it Caitlyn Jenner? Why? Well, yeah. What? Well, no. Caitlyn Jenner's not as good with a car. Oh, it was she. She was still Bruce at the time. She was still Bruce, correct? Gotcha. And she gotcha. was an American hero.
2: It was right after the transition. No, and it was that's not. why Dave Chappelle made the joke. He did more. He did. He did less for women's uh, driving. The Dave Chappelle joke, where
0: he makes fun of her. No. Okay, so I'm getting he, conflicting he, information here. I he forget- had a very
1: famous thing when he was the decathlon gold medalist, where he hit a person and killed him with a car.
0: This yeah, was okay. like in Eric, the '80s. Yeah, I felt I felt like it was a while ago, but Eric made it seem like it was recent. So,
1: I mean, she might—I mean, she, she might have done something when she was Caitlyn.
0: Caitlyn Jenner literally killed someone six years ago. Caitlyn Jenner. Hold on. Well, Holy now crap. Is, well, now this is just getting dark and not funny anymore, bro. She killed someone and was just released by the district's attorney.
1: <laughs> all right well i was referencing i was dead naming her for a joke now it's just everybody yeah. got too serious
0: what uh, it's because caitlin jenner killed somebody
1: that's why right i was referring to when bruce jenner killed somebody with a car
0: wow so it, it, well how do you say that they <laughs> uh, have a track record
1: they're uh oh for two is what you is what you say <laughs> or two yeah. for two depending on yeah. outside of the spectrum you're on
0: they're up to oh bro
1: All right, well, that's my terrible list.
2: She killed a 70-year-old woman.
1: And got away with it?
2: It was an accident. It's funny because this article is about how she's going to run for governor, and they're like slandering her about this. And apparently Bruce did it back in the day as well. So he's a 2 (laughs) time
0: That's what he was talking about. That's what I thought he was talking about.
1: Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But this now, is but now, like... just, but now we've spent way too much time on it. Can we move on, please? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Eric, yeah, round
0: yeah. out the list. Yeah. Um, damn. I had a good
2: one, but then I got lost in this
0: generous <laughs> sauce,
2: and I can't fuck Whoa. you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, big dang fella. It, Eric, Phrasing how did I fella. say,
1: how did I dead name someone and accuse them? <laughs> I basically said they have manslaughter, and you still made it worse. <laughs> I was trying to give you an out for this episode.
2: It's a gift, dude. The gift. Uh, I need somebody throwing heads, so I'm going with Zidane. It's good.
1: It's a good
0: pick. It's good. It's good. That's that's very good. Man, I got the last pick, huh? Seems like. Let's see. Who do I want to take? Who in the history? Oh, you got to have support, right? You don't have. You don't need all troops on ground. I'm taking Chris Kyle with the sniper, bro. So he's just capping motherfuckers. One hundred percent, we play. We playing to win. I'm telling him to aim for Mike Tyson first.
2: I still think Bruce Jenner with a car is more dangerous than Chris Kyle with the sniper rifle.
0: But that's just me. <laughs> hey. I don't. I don't have any proof. Chris Kyle missed a shot, but I know <laughs> damn sure. Caitlyn Jenner ain't missed a person they try to kill, bro.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ! <sighs> I'm sorry. Uh, what is it? Who, who who controls broadcasts? FCC. Yeah, sorry, FCC. We'll just right. continue our run on the banned list. Four episodes okay. strong.
0: I can't wait till Luigi's head just explodes based on this list. I think they're great lists. I think we all got some
2: killers. We all got <laughs> some fighters.
1: All right. We've been marinating on that for oh too long. Oh, my God. Can we move on to sports yeah, for God's sake?
0: Let's go ahead, bro. All right. So Nick is going to take us through some of the NHL talking points oh, for the Oh, Jesus podcast.
1: Christ. All right. Hockey happened to distract people from the first 25 minutes of this show. Hockey happened. We're out of the first round. Uh, so going through, uh, first I'll give you the recaps of the series and then and then who they're playing. So we'll start in the West. The Avs swept the Predators. They've, like Jermaine mentioned earlier, they've had the longest break of any of the teams. Uh, they will play. They are playing the St. Louis Blues right now. Uh, St. Louis beat the Wild 4-2 to in their opening series. A couple of notes about this. The Avs have played the Blues twice in the playoffs. They're 8 and 1 against them. They swept the Blues last year. However, the Colorado Avalanche have been eliminated in the second round the last 3 seasons. It's been Jared Bednar's, the Avs coach, bugaboo in the second round. Current series prices, the Avs are minus 1 or minus 395 to win the series. The Blues are plus 300. The other semifinal matchup in the West, the Stars or the Flames beat the Stars four three in a Game Seven overtime. The best, uh, the best event in playoffs hockey overtime, and they will be facing the Edmonton Oilers, who also beat the Kings in a Game Seven four to three. This is the this is the so called Battle of Alberta, as both Calgary and Edmonton are in the Canadian province of Alberta for you geography people out there. This is the first time that they've played since 1991. Before 1991, they played in the playoffs in 83, 84, 86, 88, and then, of course, 91. Edmonton leads the overall series 19 to 11, but three of the five series that I just named went to a game seven.
0: Ooh, that's dope.
1: The Flames are minus 195 to win the series. The Oilers are plus 165. We'll move on to the East. Now Florida beat the Caps four to two. And they will play the Tampa Bay lightning in a rematch of last year. Uh, Tampa Bay beat Toronto four to three. A remind me if you've heard this before, Jermaine, Toronto (laughs) had a three games to two series lead and was up in game six with just a period to play because I texted everybody that I know who's a hockey fan. And I said, Toronto has one period uh, until they win. And, uh, they did not. not win. They did not win. So Toronto, again, the stat that we gave you at the beginning of our uh, hockey preview show, the Atlanta Thrashers and the Toronto Maple Leafs still have the same number of second-round appearances since 2004. The Atlanta Thrashers stopped being a hockey team in, in 2011. This is, like I said, the second meeting between the Panthers and the Lightning. They they, won, they faced last year when the Lightning won the series 4-2. to That being said... The Panthers are a minus 145 series winner. Tampa Bay is plus 120 in the battle of the the second battle of the seven game series. The Carolina Hurricanes beat the Boston Bruins four to three. They will play the New York Rangers who beat the Pittsburgh Penguins four to three in a game seven overtime. This is the second meeting between the teams. Carolina won the 2020 meeting 3-0. to zero. You say 3-0, to zero, Nick. They play seven-game series. And I said, well, remember, this was our COVID postseason uh, with the NHL where people didn't really know what was going on. The Canes are minus 200 series favorites. The Rangers are plus 170. All right, boys, what do we think?
0: All right. Series by series off the cuff. I think the Blues win. I don't like the abs time off and their Achilles heel of the second round. Uh, I think that's, that's, that's stacks, blues.
1: That's blues plus 300, by the way,
0: blues plus 300. That's kind of why I'm laying. I'm laying that line. Obviously the abs, in my opinion, are the best team in hockey. And if you listen to our previous recordings, I had them winning it all this year, but what is it? Eight days off now?
1: I believe so. Yes,
0: man. We'll have to see what happens today. So, they won I so how? So series in seven days, and then had eight days up. One hundred percent. That scares. me. So and the how? Blues uh, are, the Blues are cagey too.
1: So how many games does this series go?
0: I think this is a sweep. A Blues four no, games I'm sweep. Just, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to best. Okay. No, I think I think the Abs win here. I like the Blues at plus three hundred based on what I was saying here, but I'm gonna go with the best team in hockey. I think they finally. They finally get over the hump unless they channel their inner Toronto Blue Jays. I'm going to go abs here. Uh, not a lot of value there, but Maple game bikes. By... Said you said, Tor- you oh, said you Toronto, said Toronto Blue, Jays. Blue Jays. Same team. They don't win. <laughs> uh, next, Flames beating the Stars shocked me. I thought the Stars were going to win that series. Really? I really did. I thought I was shaking up to that. That's not even an outlandish thing to say. They lost 4-3 in overtime. Right. Um, Flames versus the Oilers. I think you go Flames here. I do. I want to say Oilers, but I'm going to say Flames. I'm going Flames. Then I'm riding Tampa Bay again.
1: Okay. Tampa Bay plus
0: 120. Tampa Bay plus 120. I think they have the chops to beat this Florida team that doesn't necessarily concern me and Carolina. I have Carolina actually making the conference finals. I don't think the Rangers have enough to take them.
1: So Jermaine's series parlay blues, flames, lightning, Canes, Canes minus 200 to win the series. A couple of stats from round one, the most seven game series, played in an entire postseason. Can you guess it, boys? Nine. Eric?
2: I can see it, so I'm I'm not going to answer.
1: Well, Eric Eric is in charge of the document. It's seven, Jermaine. Seven of the possible 15 Game 7s have happened three times, 1994, 2011, and 2014. There have already been five series in the first round in which there was a Game 7. So we are on pace to demolish that. Five of eight. What
0: ones. can we find odds to bet? Do they set the record? Because if so, I want to take no.
1: Probably not on Bovada.
0: Well, no, no, not probably. Definitely,
1: <laughs> definitely not. not on Bovada.
0: Definitely not on Bovada. But I don't think they beat that.
1: Yeah, I don't I mean I don't
0: I, think they beat seven.
1: I mean, what do we what, what do we say on this gambling podcast? We say if it looks too good. It probably is. The bet would be, yes, they will break it. And it will probably be every, we'll probably see every single one of these series end in a sweep or a five-game series. That being said, this first round, this 2022 first round, was the second highest average games per series in playoff history. It was tied with 1991. 1992 had the highest at 6.83 games.
0: Jesus, that's like as close to seven as you can get. Right? Uh, was that's that the year like, that, they set the record for seven? That is, that is
1: not the year. Which, funny enough, so it seems like every team went to went to a seven game series and then flamed out, like Jermaine was just saying.
0: Interesting. That's However,
1: interesting. so you think some of the most so you already have five of eight going to game seven. I just told you they have the second highest average games per series in NHL history. Here's a stat that should surprise everybody. This was the highest first round margin of victory in playoff history. The team that won the hockey games won by 2.71 goals on average. That is the second highest is 2018's
0: 2.53. Man.
1: So they about, obliterated about a, the previous record.
0: About a fifth of a point more. And Correct, just, yo, that's so crazy that you can go to that many game sevens <laughs> in a round, but also every game was just a blowout. If you were betting, you know, abs plus one and a half, if you were betting, you know, blues plus one and a half, like, or sorry, minus one and a half, you were probably hitting those bets pretty often in this. Yeah, I would I would think so if
1: if I had money left in Bovada if Bovada didn't steal my money through bad bets that I made.
0: Dang, that's crazy. That, so I, dude, those are some stats for you.
1: Eric, you, Eric, you got you got anything on on has your have your predictions changed?
2: Um, well I mean I did pick the wild to win everything, so Well, pretty sure my predictions have changed. Um
1: well then, the they, well, then? When then? There you go. Okay, so you're you're now switching to the Avs. Yeah, I think I think the Avs will have a lot tougher time with the blues. I think that the avs the abs blues game goes six or seven.
0: I think so too. I don't think the Avs lose it. Though. I just wanted to, I just wanted to build it up to talk shit to you, but right. I don't think they lose it.
1: So I think the Avs go six or seven. Right? Jermaine said that long rest. Uh, I, I just. I think they're just a better team than the blues. I was nervous that they would play the wild. I just think they're a better team than the blues. I don't, I, I just, I like Jermaine said, I think this is a coin flip between flames and Oilers.
0: I wanted to go Oilers cause it's plus money, but I went with flames because <laughs> uh, I like their goalie betting. Yeah. So, so I would say
1: this betting purposes. I'm going to take the Oilers. What I think purposes, I, I'm going to take the flames. Yeah, uh, typically, typically
0: coin flip. I'll I'll bet goalie, best goalie in that, on that's coin flips.
1: It's normally a good bet to have. Uh, Panthers and Lightning.
0: You gotta feel
1: the Panthers. The I mean the the Lightning are not the Capitals, and I believe the Panthers trailed in every single one of the games. Maybe they didn't trail in Game Two. But I believe they trailed in every single one of the games. You That's can't do tough you, for the Capitals. You can't. Man. You can't do that against the Lightning.
0: Oh, you mean the, the two-time Stanley Cup winners?
1: <laughs> right. Uh, Wait, I, I like, it's back I, to
0: back right now. Right.
1: Right. I like Lightning plus money, and I like Lightning to win the series. And frankly, I like Lightning to win this series in five. Damn, can you pull Uh, up odds for that? What if, yeah, if, if, what, what did Stan win at five? I think Carolina exercised demons by beating Boston in game seven. And I think they're going to steamroll the New York Rangers. I think think this
0: is the most obvious one.
1: (laughs) I think Carolina sweeps the Rangers.
0: So, therefore, since Nick and I both think this is the most obvious, bet the Rangers. (laughs) The
1: Rangers. Because we think it's a sweep, bet the Rangers in another Game Seven. Another That's game crazy. Seven
0: yeah. So, I believe we'll have to have Eric go back and and check. I hopefully he wrote it down like I've asked him to before. So moment of truth. I believe I had Lightning Abs in the finals.
1: I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember Nevada. Nevada is uh, seven for eight on his on his predictions.
0: What were his predictions? Give them to us.
1: Let me I thought I had it pulled up. I do not know I've pulled up anymore. Hold on. Eric, yeah. did you find Eric, did you find those uh series prices? I'm
2: still trying to find them on this one,
1: he
0: actually got a page not found.
1: <laughs> oh that's great. I love Bavada. I love you Bavada. Uh, Nevada had uh, Carolina and Pittsburgh missed that by a playoff victory. Uh Florida Tampa Bay He got that Colorado, St. Louis and Edmonton, Calgary. So he actually went seven for eight uh, and needed a, needed a Rangers uh, needed a Rangers loss in overtime to, to
0: advance. He needed a penguins not to have Sidney Crosby injured for him to be right.
1: Correct. Yeah. Uh, I know that we picked on the podcast. I believe we had uh, the caps beating the Panthers. We had, Carolina winning, we had the Lightning winning, and we had Pittsburgh winning. In the West, it was Colorado, Calgary, Edmonton, and St. Louis. So we nailed uh, we nailed the all West. the West.
0: We nailed, nailed the West, but I, look, nailed that the West. Peng- I'm that Penguins' victory was all but guaranteed until they decluded Sidney Crosby into to Timbuk So
1: yeah, yep.
0: I was so mad when I saw that hit. I was just like, well, there goes that.
1: Yeah. Uh, shout out to Nevada. Nevada actually put a actually put a series a series parlay in on Draftkings uh, and and cast it out early uh, right before the uh, cash it out early with with six of six because he didn't think the flames could beat the stars. So
0: that's hysterical. That's hysterical. Well so how much did he put down?
1: He put twenty down, and I believe he said he won over two hundred something. So, shout out to Nevada for a series parlay.
0: Mm. Mm. Turns out it was the Penguins who would have got him. That's right. All right, so man, dude, we're almost out of hockey and basketball, dude. That's sad. And it's just been a
1: couple episodes, yeah.
0: I know. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to sit here and like kind of stalls to see if Eric could find this, but it looks like he's not having the success needed for it. There's so, not – like on all the different websites, there's – hockey has the least amount of bets. Like, it's weird. Well, it's probably the least watched sport, so I well, guess here. I'm gonna
1: – I'm, I'm going to try to find it, Eric. Take us through the NBA round two. All
2: right. You want me to take it? He said, Eric, you, take us now. Well, down. yeah,
1: when, when I said, Eric, take it, I oh, meant, it really meant Jermaine filled the time while <laughs> Eric's.
2: Yeah, yeah, that works. Um, so the second round of the playoffs uh, closed out this weekend. Uh, the Heat beat the 76ers in six games. Uh, we saw the beginning of the end of James Harden um, and the continued supreme dominance of Jimmy Butler. Doesn't get enough respect. Doesn't get enough love. He had a forty-point game and a thirty-three-point game in that series. Pretty much carried that franchise, or yeah, that franchise for the series because Lowry was out. Bam wasn't having that good of a series. Uh, the Celtics took the Bucks uh, in seven. Uh, there was no Chris Middleton in that series, um, and no Robert Williams for the Celtics. The Mavericks, probably the most stunning, I guess, uh, upset of this playoff so far. They beat the Suns in seven. Um, not if you listen to this podcast. Uh called it. Famously, the series that's gonna be known as the Lucas Special. It's the uh Devin Booker took a hard foul, pretended to be injured, and then rolled over and smiled and said the Lucas Special. Um, I think we should call the Lucas Special. He led the Mavericks in points, rebounds, steals, and assists, all of which were more than the leader for the Suns in the respective player in each category. So Devin Booker led the Suns in points. Luca had more points. Chris Paul led them in assists. Luca had more assists and so on and so on. Um, and then the Warriors beat the Grizzlies in six. Uh, Jaw didn't play the last, what, two games of that series? Three. Last three games of that series. Who knows if it would have been a different series, but they did win what? They went 20 and five or 20, 21 and 6 I believe it was without Jaw this it was, year it
0: was pretty it was up there it was 20 yeah. wins for sure
2: so uh that's going to lead to the conference finals on the east we have the heat who are the one seed uh and the Celtics who are the two seed uh, two seed the Celtics actually opened the series as minus 175 favorites the heat are plus 145 dogs the Celtics took the regular series uh season or the regular season series 2-1 uh, in the Western Conference, we have the Warriors, who are minus two twenty faves, uh, against the Mavericks, who are the four seed, are plus one eighty dogs. They actually split the season series two two.
0: Interesting, interesting, interesting. Any thoughts on that, Nick? Uh, I like why,
1: where where did this come? Where did this Celtics love come from? Like, I get the Celtics are good, but Miami had plus money. It seems like, like a
0: no-brainer.
1: I mean, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yes, please, gimme. I mean, like, we've been singing the praises of Miami. We we basically said on this podcast, whoever Miami – like, Miami is, is, Miami is a, just a bunch of dogs. Like, it doesn't matter who they play. They're going to make it
0: tough, and they're going to win. I mean, the bubble was Jimmy Butler exhausted and, like, me and Eric – you know right. what I mean like that now, now he's got st- no
1: longer me and Eric and he's got you know professional basketball players
0: and he was still you know giving the Lakers hell so I don't I, I don't understand heat plus 145 and they have home court so you're telling me you get four games if it goes seven in Miami I, I don't understand that Celtics yeah. are the were open the favorite primarily because they beat the Milwaukee Bucks But I feel like a lot of people are ignoring the fact that Chris Middleton did not play for all but one. He missed the whole series? Yeah, he got hurt in the first round. I was trying to – I thought he got hurt in the first game. So that's why – so Chris Middleton didn't even play the whole series. They went to seven with, with Giannis and without Chris Middleton. And it wasn't until game seven where they really were like, oh, crap, they missed Chris Middleton. Took them a whole series for the Celtics to actually exploit the fact that they didn't have their go-to bucket getter besides Giannis. You know what I mean? Like, Giannis sets the most screens in the NBA. Chris Middleton was such an integral part in that Milwaukee Bucks team. Like, it's crazy. I'm taking the heat. They have the pedigree. They have the chip. They have Kyle Lowry and P.J. Tucker who have championship pedigree. I know Kyle Lowry's not playing, but he's still on that bench. You still have – Spolstra, in the locker room, too. You, you, Donis Haslam, you have uh Pat Riley in the front office. All these motherfuckers have been there. This Celtics team, uh, you know, in my opinion, overachieved this season. Nobody saw this coming. I still don't think that it's just a server. I think Chris Middleton's there. That's a five game series, and all this love for, for the Boston Celtics is out the window. That That's how dominant those Bucks would have been against the Celtics. And we kind of got robbed by that, too. Buck's heat would have been fire. What's going on? You got something uh, there? Not to discredit
2: the heat, because everything you said is factual, right? They got a dog and Jimmy. They got winners. They got front office execs who are legends. They got the best coach in basketball. But they didn't play the 76ers at full strength.
0: Right? And they still got taken six. Yeah, they lost they lost two games with Embiid. Uh, all right. I'm just saying. We've seen that this team doesn't travel.
2: The shooters don't travel with them, right? We saw in Brooklyn it wasn't that big of a deal, but in the in the Philly series we saw they don't travel that much. I know it's home at like home court advantage, but I don't see the Celtics coming into a game six closeout situation if they do win if they do still win in Miami and showing up as energyless and as flat as the 76ers did in game six. I don't think they should be dogs. I think Miami should be the favorite because it's disrespectful to the one seed, the home court team and a team that's, I mean, they've been consistent all year through the injuries and it took Boston time to put it together, but I could see this going seven.
0: No, I don't think so. Personally, I, I just don't see it. I, the Celtics haven't done anything that inspires confidence to me. In fact, they dropped two games to the Bucks at home. So, I mean, if we're talking about not traveling, they're not even defending home court. And then if you're talking about not traveling, you still have the Heat at home for four games. I just don't – I don't see it personally. Like every, Celtics and Heat's path here were cleared. It was easy for them to get here. So, I don't think any of the two teams was tested. The Avs just scored. Yeah. Yeah, the Avs just did score. Oh, wow. They tied it. 1-1. Correct.
1: Because Ryan O'Reilly scored the first goal. Because it had to be Ryan O'Reilly. Former Av, Ryan O'Reilly.
0: Yeah. Also owner of O'Reilly Auto Parts, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Owner and proprietor of of O'Reilly's Auto Parts.
0: When they introduce him, they go, oh, oh. Riley. oh so I, back,
1: back to hockey for a second for you betting people out there for Carolina to sweep the series it's plus 750 and then you can also put the series to go four games and that's plus 500.
0: you mean five games four games what's the difference between a sweep and four games
1: nothing I'm just saying you can go you can get both
0: so, so why are get... the odds different? So confused because,
1: because the Rangers could sweep, I guess. <laughs> the Rangers oh, could sweep. The oh, hurricanes.
0: oh, oh, got you. Right. Got you. So, so Hurricanes t-
1: to win the series four to zero is plus 750. For the series alone to go four games, it's plus 500.
0: Got you. Yeah. Got you. Did he find the game five one? No, 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 just a sweep one. Um, no, the Heat, heat Celtics series should be fun, but then I got out of work to the news that. Marcus Smart and Al Horford didn't play this game, and now the Heat are shellacking them right now. Up up 20 currently going into the fourth. Um, it's so funny. Everyone's very quick to discredit the Heat's path here, right? But nobody did that when Jason Tatum first made the Eastern Conference finals. And then nobody, nobody, you know, defended the Heat when they said they lost everyone in, in this in the Lakers in the series when they lost the championship. It's almost like Miami can't catch a break no matter what. No matter what they do, they're discredited. It's right. it's insane. In in the bubble they're like, "Oh, you didn't get it done. Mickey Mouse championship blah blah. You don't belong here." Now they're back in the Eastern Conference Finals and everyone's still like, "Oh, you don't belong here." So I don't know, to do it twice kind of proves everyone wrong. And and all year they end up with the one seed. All year they just just plugging in the next guy. Nobody's talk, everyone's talking about, "Oh, The Celtics didn't have anybody, uh, and B didn't have anybody. But we're ignoring the fact that, oh, Kyle Lowry was missed almost that whole last series against the Sixers. Uh, Duncan Robinson is a shell of himself, and he got paid $25 million. I love how narratives are skewed just heavily against the Miami Heat. I think it it just stems to some biases.
2: I think you're also putting – Kyle Lowry and Joel Joel Embiid in the same category. One is a drastic difference from the other as far as the impact that they have. One, the team cannot win without him. The other one, they've proven they can win without him. So taking Kyle Lowry away from the Heat is not as big a deal as taking the second runner-up or the runner-up for the MVP
0: from the Sixers. Yeah, but you're doing the same thing when you take Marcus Smart away. Oh, because he's the defensive player of the year away. Yeah. Cause Kyle Lowry's not a defensive ace. Oh, yes. Because Kyle Lowry isn't a championship winning point guard I'm that takes about, the pressure off Jimmy Butler.
2: I I think this this is gonna be a good series. Like I, I think the loss of Kyle Lowry and the loss of Marcus Smart is but it's not as detrimental to either of these teams as the Sixers losing Embiid, or the Warriors losing Kevin Durant or Clay Thompson. These are players that
1: seem to win series. So do you think the Heat without Kyle Lowry are worse off than the Celtics without Marcus Smart? Eric? No. He said no. So what's... So so then the Heat win, just based off that.
2: Yeah, again, I've said this, I think this game goes, this series goes seven. I think it's going to be a great series, but... I'm talking, my statement is coming from the path to get there. Okay. The Celtics did beat the Bucks without Chris Middleton and completely respect that. That probably wouldn't happen if Chris Middleton plays. If Joel plays those first two games and isn't having a migraine and getting elbow, or hitting the ball, hitting the face with the ball in game three and re
0: aggravating the injury, that could be a completely different series. Could be. Let me ask you this Full strike 76ers. No bias. Do they beat this Heat team? Full strength heat, full strength 76ers. Yes. Yes? Yes. I don't even think you said that before when
1: we did our playoff show, though.
2: Yeah, I was all, I'm all, I was all
1: down. Oh no, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. You don't get to just backtrack
0: now to win an argument. This is fast. It's fascinating. It's a fascinating. You know, it's a fascinating viewpoint into the sociology of they. No matter what, Miami can't win, right? They, they, someone used. This is, this is the what fact, you were just saying, yeah. The fact that somebody today used, "Oh, Miami ain't shit." They have eight undrafted players on their roster. I'm like, and they're in the conference finals. That should, that's. It's even more you, testament. Eric, to how you good had the Miami Heat. Are
1: you had? In your doc in 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 our playoff review, you had Milwaukee beating Miami, which means Miami beats Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So what what are you talking about? But he just said that full strength Philadelphia. All right, right. I respect it. Here's the thing this series should be good. The injuries that happened, hopefully they're I don't so Marcus Marcus Smart was the ankle, right? No idea. Al Horford it was a random was, fucking
2: injury that nobody knew about that popped up today.
0: But it was it was ankle, or I didn't say. it, Just said he's out. I I read it. I'm pretty sure it's ankle. But either way, Marcus Smart missed today. There's no word on if he misses further. Uh, Al Horford was health and safety protocols, um, which I guess COVID's still a thing. I didn't. I don't know if the NBA got a memo <laughs> saying that it's not a thing. I think. I think that. The world wants the Celtics to beat the Heat for some reason, which is crazy to me. Uh, I I want the vote to lose. Can we do that? Can, is there a way we could? Some push, so push the Buffalo Law things, but things. There's,
2: there's a lot of backstory here to my pure, like, unadulterated hate for Miami. It has to do with the Philadelphia organization not being able to make good choices. Ah, okay. 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 All okay. right? So we're not going to get into it. Right. But I have a long-standing issue with my organization and the heat got who I wanted.
0: We'll just let the ball bounce where it may.
1: Why well, I, I mean like <laughs> <You> <laughs> Nick, did you get that one? Yeah, that was good. That was a really good one. Why do I feel like why do I feel like Dallas blew their load against the Suns?
0: <sighs> I don't man honestly, I've these odds are fascinating. Um what last thing before we move into the Dallas Warriors thing? Who's the best player on the court in the Heat Celtics series? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Who's the best player on the court? Nick. Jimmy Butler. Okay, I just I just want to hear it because I I'm I feel like if I pose that question to a lot of people, they're gonna tell me Jason Tatum. So I just I just I think that's a fascinating que- litmus test to ask. I said it today. In our basketball group chat,
2: and I'm also the one that said the eight undrafted players as a yeah. bad thing, and yeah. I was
0: just like, I was just like, I don't know if you just proved it the point. No, no, no I was guys. just, I'm
2: just trying to talk shit to Freddie yeah, because yeah. he's so fucking obnoxious and annoying. But he is, wonderful. and he's not a Heat fan; he's a Celtics fan. Let's he get that straight. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, damn, what was I gonna say? Jimmy Butler is the clutch game four or game seven fourth quarter. I think I want Jimmy out of anybody in the league. He's the
0: biggest dog in the league. <laughs> I I you will not hear an argument from me. Um all right, so Nick, you're saying the Mavs blew their load. They have no shot at winning this series.
1: I just I do not I d I don't I don't think that what's what's the stat what's the status on the Warriors health? Like how, how healthy are the Warriors? Um
0: by the second. Yeah, they're. Bad. I think they're. Yeah, they're pretty good, actually. I don't
2: they're know. healthy, and they're finally getting minutes together because they only played what eleven
0: seconds together. They're, they're their starting five played eleven seconds. That was one of the things that we talked about in our NBA playoff preview. And then if you watch them against the Memphis Grizzlies, they were a turnover machine, and it was all backdoor passes that is timing and rhythm and offense and sinking. So it's like, okay, that's a that's a byproduct of them. Yes, they played a lot of mints together. They just haven't played in a while. You know what what mean? do it's you like think
1: they the were sinking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, well done, you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> I don't think the Mavs blew their load in the Sun series. I think they – I think they're the better team. Yeah, well hmm. – In that series? In guys, that series, yeah. Yeah. But I think this is the issue. Those games that Luka took over and won, and you could see Chris Paul and D-Book kind of fade away from the light or the limelight, that's – Did they die on the court? <laughs> they well, that-
0: fade away from the light? I was like, oh, shit. Well,
2: here's the hoping. But that's not going to happen with Golden State. We saw it with the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies got amped up. Dylan Brooks started getting an attitude. He started being dirty. He started being aggressive. And that's when Steph
0: and Clay shut
2: you the fuck up.
0: Uh, yeah, they do answer. They do. I, I get what you're saying. Uh, dude, this series, this series is fascinating to me because of what I saw in the Grizzlies series, and because of how Jason Kidd, how good a coach I think Jason Kidd is. Yeah. Man, just looking at this series, I don't. I minus two twenty favorites for the Warriors is too aggressive. In my opinion, it's too aggressive. They don't have anyone who who's going to take advantage of the Mavericks' shortcomings in the post, mm-hmm. right? So when the Mavericks roll out their small lineup, they're they're not scared of anyone bullying them. Yeah, and they have the the smalls to go with against. I think this is a truly fascinating season series, and I I can't seem to get wrap my head around. Like the obvious choice is the Warriors. Also, shout out that it's a three-four matchup. I just I love that. I thought that was tight. The obvious choice is the Warriors, but that kind of makes me lean the maps just based on that. I think this is fascinating. What do you what do you what do you got? Well, okay. I want to go back to touchbacks to that. Did you see that clip
2: of Jason Kidd coaching his team live, like in the moment on the defense when he was calling out where the screens were? It's like he's still a player in his head and he's on the court. It was it was fucking beautiful to watch, man. I, I, dude, I love Jason Kidd. That's
0: why I, when Jason Kidd was rumored for the Lakers, I was like, oh, shit. Also. And then they didn't do it. You
1: LeBron didn't win. Uh...
0: <laughs> Honestly, that's probably why he didn't
2: get it. That's, that's big facts. That's what it is. LeBron had final say on everything, I think. Well, no way yeah, for his passed. entire career. Yeah, there's but a we're reason not we call get him in. GM.
0: That's, anyways, that's,
1: Eric, that's the coldest take you've ever had, I think. What? That LeBron has final say in everything.
0: Yeah, well.
2: That guy. We're not gonna go, we're not gonna talk about him. We're yeah, well, the podcast. let's go. But you didn't. I thought you were gonna
0: talk about it about Luca buying in on D. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. So one thing I've been talking about. So overall narrative. I'll get into my overall narrative that I witnessed happen for this NBA season. I kind of shot a blurb out in the hoops chat, but um, dude, Luca Doncic. When the series when the series was it firmly in the Phoenix Suns hands. Chris Paul was waving up whoever Luka Doncic was guarding and asking Luka to get into a pick and roll. And D-Book was doing the same thing. It didn't matter. Luka was getting picked apart. They were getting easy buckets at the rim for their for their big men. They were getting wide open threes. Or Chris Paul and Devin Booker were just getting right into the mid range and dropping it. Jason Kidd. Goes home, gets Luka Doncic to buy in on defense, and all of a sudden the Mavericks are hitting dick slaps across the, the Suns' face. The Suns' offense completely stalled. Monty Williams got outcoached X's and O's, and it was all because Luka Doncic took pride on the defensive end. If that carries over, and he's no longer the liability, this series can go seven. And I, honestly, I'm sitting here thinking I would have had an answer on who I wanted this series, but I'm going to go Mavs plus 180.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, from from what you're saying, it seems like that's I mean, that's that's smart money. Maybe not smart, well, yeah, I mean, smart money. If, yeah, if, first, if, first if, of all, I'm not good. I, I mean, like what, what I was just going to say in a, in a lot of these series and a lot of these sports things for you know the newer gamblers that are listening to the podcast. If you think it's an even series and you have plus money on a team. Lay money on that team. Like, even if you don't think like, oh, yeah, it could go seven and the Warriors will win. Yeah, but it could go seven and the Mavs will win. Right? And then you get the series price price at what did you say it was? 180.
0: 180 right now, yeah.
1: So you get the Mavs at 180 and you think that they could win the series, that's a great bet.
0: Yeah, honestly, I have faith that the Mavs could pull this off, and that's crazy to me. So
2: I agree, I think it's I I've heard some some chit chat and some some talking heads kind of like they're not ready, the warriors have the experience, blah blah blah. Luca is a bona fide star motherfucking killer. They pissed him off, and he had that Jordan mentality. okay, not comparing him, but he had that yeah, mamba mentality. I'm gonna fucking kill you guys. Everybody talks when they're up. And I and I think that aspect of it, I really think
0: this could be Luca being like, "I'm here, I'm here." Oh, right dude, now. That, so this is all right. So this is kind of how I set it up. So now that we've kind of established that we think the Mavs could win this series, I've seen that experience and old heads got killed this year. The the NBA said, "Bye, it is a new era." This was the year it was announced. LeBron and the Lakers, right, with Carmelo, Dwight Howard, uh, Anthony Davis. um,
2: Russell Westbrook.
0: Russell Westbrook couldn't win 34 games. Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum finally broken up. Um, What else happened this year? Man, I had a whole list on it. Can you find that in the text uh tra- James Harden's fall off? You know, you had the, the Minnesota Timberwolves looking like a hot new exciting team. You have the Dallas Mavericks trading Christoph Porzingis and going all in on Luca. Luca pulls that up. You know, Greg Popovich missed again. He missed missed the playoffs again. You know, you got new exciting coaches coming up. Like it's crazy how aggressive the youth kind of showed in this year taking taking things down. So your list that you that you
2: text T-Wolves surpass the Clippers or beat the Clippers. Sorry. Yeah beat the Clippers, yeah. Grizzlies finish with the two seed. Suns choke to the Mavs. Celtics sweep the Nets. Lakers old S squad can't win 34 games. Damon CJ broke up. Uh, Thomas chimed in. Seven first-time All Stars this year. Seven first-time All Stars. That's right. James Harden's fall off,
0: and John Wall getting paid forty-five million dollars to sit on the bench. Bro, that one. John Wall getting paid forty-five million dollars to sit on the bench is insane to me, dude. Is insane. Imagine making forty-five million dollars to not do anything. I can. It's
2: imagined. What next? <laughs> Um, and another thing we talked about it earlier here at the house uh didn't it feel like this was the passing of the torch for the head coaches? Like, yeah that's one yeah that was one of the things that I was talking about before yeah. you had the list absolutely yeah like, Spo is the, the he's the Greg Popovich of this time
0: Greg Pop he's, is out yeah Steve Kerr is and look I don't know how much longer Steve Kerr is coaching how much longer does he want to coach? that's what the he's other done. Thing, yeah that's the other thing maybe he rides off into the sunset when steph and clay are done but i mean just think like think about like the scoring outputs we had by kids 23 and under in the playoffs let alone the season it's i mean it's nuts dude you have lamello you have jaw like ja is getting built to be the next big thing uh, you have anthony edwards who i'm high on big time on anthony edwards right you have this Bulls team coming in with, you know, Lonzo, Zach, you know, anchored by DeMar DeRozan, but you see the youth on that squad. I just think it's a fascinating dichotomy that this season just presented. And it's it's kind of like this is it. Like the Heat, Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, sure, but they're anchored by all young, young talent. Jason Tatum has established himself in the now. Jalen Brown is establishing himself in the now. Marcus Smart has answered the point guard issue that the Celtics have been looking for. You know, really, the Warriors are carried by youth right now. Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, you know what I mean? Like, these are all cats that they have coming off the bench for them that are real young. And obviously, you have the Mavericks. It's like Luca, and I'd be hard-pressed to talk to a casual and ask them, who else is on the Mavericks?
2: I, I can only name like four or five other players. I mean, I've watched, so I know I can pull it out of my ass, but off my head, I can only
0: name like three or four other players. And that's because I watched basketball. <laughs> yeah. And that's it's insane. Like this is what you have right now. You have Jordan Poole under twenty-three for the Warriors, right? And everyone's crowning him next, which I don't I don't think so, but you know, Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year. Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year. Luka Doncic, bona fide stud. It's crazy, like, what this season did to the NBA moving forward. And even on other teams that got eliminated, like, Mikael Bridges is a bona fide fucking stud.
2: Devin Booker. Devin Booker. You have Tyrese Maxey. You have um, – what's that other kid for Memphis? The Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is a bona f- and then Jared Jackson's a bona fide star. Like – J.J.J., bro. Can you think of another... So we've been watching basketball our whole lives, right? We went from Jordan into the Spurs-Lakers dominance era, and then we went straight into LeBron. Like, there hasn't been a changing of the guard like this, where it's, like, across the board for the youth. It's open for anybody to go take it. I can't... Like, I think maybe Giannis is still the top dog, and he's going to be the top dog for a while, but... there is a passing of a guard that I don't think we've seen in the, in the league before.
0: Not at this level. Like looking at next year's NBA all-star starters, like it's probably not close to this list that just happened. It's crazy. And LeBron is, he's got, I mean, three more seasons. Maybe
1: like he's He's, for sure. playing. he's, He's playing until Bronny comes in.
0: Yeah. He's playing until he forces somebody to draft Bronny undeservingly uh but i mean that's what that's three seasons the kid's already what 16 17 something like that he's
2: a going into his junior year in high school so right he's gonna have to do two years and then the one year of college
0: yeah, unless the- lebron can
2: you know puppet master his way yeah. into getting that gone
0: um, yeah so i mean lebron's on the and, way out like it's and crazy that's not even talking dude.
2: about Cleveland Cavaliers who didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, the, the Charlotte Hornets who didn't make the playoffs. The
0: no, who, so one of those two teams lost in that. Who was the eight seed this year?
2: The Nets, weren't they? Or were they the seven?
0: They were the seven. They and lost to the, the Celtics, eight. right? Yeah. And they was in Atlanta, weren't they? Miami beat Atlanta. Oh shit, we're not even talking about Trey Young. Well, high boy. great player. We're
2: not gonna we're not gonna get
0: into <laughs> that. But yeah, great young player. But I just said young. That's we're not debating merits of, of quality.
2: But that's it's it's um, it's great to see. And even in San Antonio, there's a change in the guard with Pop
0: leaving, but Dejounte Murray. That's going to be his team for the next ten years. It's dude. It's it's nuts. I I I don't I don't remember a time quite like this where I saw, kind of a unilateral replacement for all the teams. It was it was bizarre to be honest uh that was that was pretty crazy to me i think that oh hold on i was about to say i think that wraps up but we have one last thing unless you got anything eddie last nickels nick uh
1: yeah i mean i like i i kind of like i kind of see where everybody's I, like i i i almost like i've been thinking about it since eric said that like yo Giannis is the man he's not though Jokic has won MVP the last two years. And I wouldn't even say Jokic is the man. That's the thing. I'm just adding that to your point. Even the superstars, I've never seen the superstars well spread. Maybe maybe since, I mean, like, if you take Jordan out of the 90s, maybe that was the last time we've seen this many superstars spread throughout the league. Maybe the year that Jordan went, up, went to play baseball, that was what, 93 Ninety five.
2: Ninety
1: 94. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well. Or no, ninety-four, ninety five. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Because it was the baseball yeah. strike. Jesus. Um, I, I think that was the real that was the last time that we've really seen this many. Like you said, Jermaine, no like, no like crazy like one one star to rule them all. Kind of the independent the independent kingdoms to bring like fantasy into it. Like the, the independent kingdoms of basketball.
0: All right, so before we segue our youth topic into the draft lottery, yes, this is a professional podcast, one last question I have for you. We'll start with you, Nick. Who's the best player in the world right now?
1: Oh, Jesus. Jimmy Butler.
0: And you, who's the best player in the world? <laughs> I'm going to answer
2: this unbiasedly. Oh, God. Right now,
0: Luka Doncic. <clears throat> Again, not the answers I thought I was going to hear. That's bizarre. But uh, all right, uh, yeah, we'll just ignore the dude who dropped forty and twenty in a losing effort. But <laughs> let's let's move into the NBA draft lottery. Eric, you want to take us through that?
2: Uh, yeah. So the today before the first uh, what Eastern Conference final game, um, we had the NBA draft lottery. Um, I'm gonna go backwards from fourteen to one. So the Cavs got the fourteen pick. The Hornets got the thirteen. The Thunder got the 12 via the Clippers. The Knicks got the 11. The Wizards got the 10. Spurs at 9. Pelicans via the Lakers at 8. Trailblazers at 7. Pacers at 6. Pistons at
0: 5. Now, for these last four, they all have the same odds, right? Well, yeah, but you said that one of them swapped into it, right? So typically typically the top three teams – have uh, 14% and the fourth team has 12.5% at the one, at the number one. Okay. But if one of the four worst teams, which looking at it, uh it was Pistons are not in the top four. So Pistons fell out of the top four. So yes. some of those odds. The Kings jumped
2: up. I can't remember what it was. We were watching it, we were having kind of choppy sound, but the Kings should not have been there. And they jumped into it. But for the final four picks, you got the Kings at four. The Rockets at three, the Thunder at two,
0: and the Orlando Magic have the first pick this year. That's crazy. Can you look up for me when the last time the Orlando Magic had the number one? Shit. I'm just kidding. Look at it. I believe Dwight Howard was the number one his year. That was the year him and Emeka Okafor um, went. But so with that being said, I wanted to ask you guys who you thought would be the number one overall pick now that you've seen the order fall where it may lie. It was Dwight. It was Dwight? Okay, so Dwight was the last number one. Okay. So, with that being said, I have some odds for you, and you can tell me who you think is going number one overall. So, Jamari Smith is odds-on favorite at minus 110. Chet Holgren is – Chet Holmgren is plus one fifty five, and I'll let Eric finish off the list. Uh, so Paulo Bancharo or Bancharo is plus
2: three seventy five. Jaden Ivey is plus thirty three hundred. Shadon,
0: Shadon. I think it's Shadon, yeah.
2: Shadon Sharp plus five thousand. Uh, Johnny Davis plus fifteen thousand. Keegan Murray plus fifteen thousand. And honestly, I could keep going, but it's not going to be any of these
0: guys. I, th- I turned it over to you so you can say your guy. Ty Ty Washington. There you go. <laughs> I'm shocked uh, your, your other boy isn't on here. Scoop? Scoop? Scoop Henderson? Scoop.
2: <laughs> nah, he's, he's like 5'9", you know, when you're pulling him, like stretching him out.
0: So I don't think he's going to be a hot pick, but he's a hooper. Bart Simpson in the in the backyard when he ties his cat and dog to his arms and legs <laughs> yeah. to try to stretch himself. <laughs> All right, so those are the odds. We'll start with you, Eric. Who do you think goes number one overall?
2: Uh, given that it's the magic, and they have decent guard play, injury prone but decent big men, they're gonna want to go with a forward. I guess that's a bit at that spot. I think it's gonna come down to Boncaro or Jabari
0: Smith, but I think they go with Smith from Auburn. Okay, so you're going chalk. It is minus one ten. Who do you got? Who do you got going number one overall, Nick?
1: Chalk, dog. Chalk? Yeah.
0: I mean, so Come on. <laughs> so, actually, I, I didn't realize that he was the betting favorite, but all year I've thought that this kid should be the number one pick. So, now that you both of you picked him, I will say this. It's the Orlando Magic. And Chet Holmgren at plus 155 is just right up the Orlando Magic alley.
2: He doesn't fit their their history of what they like for a big man, though. I mean, it's a new era of basketball, and maybe they do go a different route. But I don't see that. I see them. I see them. I honestly see them taking Boncaro,
0: but. You see them taking Boncaro. He i was actually, really high on that kid. I do Fuck that kid. I don't, fuck that kid. I fuck the
2: school he played at. Fuck Coach K.
0: Okay, we get it. Y'all both hate Duke. <laughs> we, get it. we get it. But you can't stop mentioning that kid's name. Cause he's a hooper, man. All season you that's what I'm just said, and you yelled at him. He's a hooper.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did yell at him for like unnecessary reasons. Look, I him. get yeah, that you yo- don't like the kid because of what school he went to, but you kept saying he was a hooper.
0: <laughs> now he's a hooper, but fuck that kid. Right. No, he's he, it's you should I mean you
1: could say that, that kid's a hooper, but fuck Duke. That nah, I'd accept that. Now nah,
2: fuck that kid
0: until he wears a different jersey. <laughs> He took off uh, the
1: Duke jersey. All
0: uh, right, fair enough. Yeah, I I kind of think it's Chuck. I, honestly, I thought Jabari Smith was the best player in this draft all year. I think it's a very fascinating slate of prospects. And for people, to this has uh, – it's kind of reminiscent for the draft when uh, Trey Young and Luka Doncic were in it and then they ended up getting swapped for each other. It kind of has that feeling where you don't really know who the number one is, but you're almost assuredly not gonna miss. I I agree
2: because I don't I well check I'm Holmgren man I'm I'm still let's see him bulk up let's see him get a grown man body because
0: he said the same thing about KD though totally different games though I mean have you seen Chad Holmgren play he's he doesn't move like Kevin Durant moves I mean you need to go watch some highlights that boy. That boy is silky smooth. Would you agree though? He's not see- KD, yes, I agree with that. No, well, <laughs> yeah.
2: Hook him. But after Jaden Ivey, doesn't it kind
0: of feel like it's up for grabs? Yeah, it feels exactly like that draft. Like Paulo Banchero strikes me as Marvin Bagley the third. That's how that's what I felt with him all year. Like they're forcing him down my throat. And I don't see it when I watch him play. It's the media when they With Duke, they force Duke players down to exactly. Exactly. They don't force UNC players because they can't even get that high. But yeah, I do and one of the sleeper picks in this. Yeah, I had to throw that slander in real slick, bro. My my favorite sleeper slander. I I, you didn't hear that little No, I no I didn't.
1: I didn't hear any slander, it just sounded like the truth.
0: Okay. (laughs) UNC doesn't produce stars, bums. You um, root for one every day. What? Kobe White. No, I do not root for him. No. I'm ecstatic when I get production from him, think, Eric. That is a I very that, different. Response. I think
1: Jermaine constantly named Kobe White. as his number one trade candidate. At the
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I was just like, put pa- package Kobe and someone else would get somebody. <laughs> right. He was always gone in my mind. Um, Keegan Murray. I love that kid.
1: That's, that's Dark Horse number one for no, number one?
0: No, no, no. Dark Horse rookie of the year,
1: though. Oh, okay.
0: So, Oh, depending on location. But if he gets drafted to a good spot, Keegan Murray, Dark Horse rookie of the year. So my
2: Dark Horse rookie, I'm glad you said that. If he goes to the right situation, that Ogbaje kid
0: from Kansas, from Kansas
2: that dude let, him, let him Let fuck around and end up on the Heat somehow.
0: That's the perfect player for the Heat. No, they only do undrafted players. It's a big knock on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, do you have any dark horse candidates besides Scoop?
1: Oh, Jesus. See what name I like best. Um. Yeah, no, not, not
0: really. <laughs> he's looking for uh, an NC State kid. Yeah, he was just like, where's my guy? Where's my guy? <laughs> he's like Patrick Baldwin Jr. Because he's the son of Alec Baldwin. He a shooter too? <laughs> I'm so glad somebody got that.
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> so glad somebody up. got that. <laughs> All right. So um, what feels like decades in the making, it's more like probably a month and a half or so. Uh, Eric wants to do something. So I'll go ahead and turn it over to Eric. Uh, yeah. So
2: I, I ran this by you guys. Uh, it's just the uh, friendly nature of debate. It's fun to debate with you guys. Uh, so I have questions that I want to close the show with, right, right, right but uh, basically uh, just to close the show have some friendly debate, get some get some views and opinions on what you guys think and I, I would also like uh, to our tens and tens of listeners if you guys want to hear us debate anything go ahead and shoot me a text, we'll add it to the list see if we can get to it uh, but for this week uh, since you guys, well since Jermaine wants to be a, a GM and Nick is a notoriously great Madden GM we're going
1: to do wait <laughs> what no 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 Nick Nick throws Nick throws touchdown passes Nick <laughs> is a Nick is a Nick is a famous one-to-one touchdown to intercept <laughs> thank, you know? thank you thank you thank you All one, right, to right. One? one to one one to one <laughs> maybe sometimes in that
2: game
0: or in the season
1: Oh no, just I in no, Madden. Yeah, just in, in Madden. Madden. If Go you on. are
0: if you are Nick's defensive like, coordinator, be prepared for five interceptions in one game. Damn. And the rare fumble from Duke Johnson Jr. Maybe Nick shouldn't answer this question.
2: <laughs> nah I'll fuck with you. All right.
0: So I have
2: a bunch of questions. I'm just gonna stick with this one because I think it's uh it'd be interesting. But you're the GM of a new NFL franchise, right?
1: Name something fun like the Commanders
2: Yeah, the Commanders Say the Commanders You get one offensive player Excluding QB And one defensive player From any franchise To start your franchise Who are you going with?
0: Nick, do you want So one defensive, one offensive? You're building your core on defense And you're building your core on offense Excluding QBs Because you can't just steal people's QBs It's fucked up And you don't take that (laughs) balance. Shit. Who? All right, Nick. Do you want to go first? And if so, what category do you want to go first in? Man,
1: I'll go first in defense. It's Aaron Donald, right? I'm building my defense around Aaron Donald.
0: How much time does he have left? I don't. Yeah, he was already talking about retiring. So, first of all, Yes, I that's the first name that yes. popped into my head, <laughs> right. offense or defense. But he was already talking about retiring, and that brings pause to yeah, me. Yeah, but
1: I'm gonna devote ninety nine percent of my salary cap to Aaron Donald. So that's in Got a it. in a in a long term structured contract in which I backload the
0: deal. And so you're going Aaron Donald defense Correct. first. And now that puts me on the clock. This is a fascinating question. I am going to go with my man crush, uh, Miles Garrett. Defensive. Fuck, I thought
1: I really hoped you. <laughs> I really hope you would go offense. Oh uh, no! So I I get to go first in offense. Okay. All so, right. Okay. Miles.
0: Miles Garrett is a fantastic pick. So I'm going Miles Garrett on defense. And man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of who I want for well, my. Can I interject here? Sure. You went, what? Aaron Donald's a DT,
2: and you went D end. Yeah. Is there any specific reason why you went with that position on the defense? Not maybe like a superstar linebacker or superstar cornerback.
0: The game is a game of inches. And it's one in the trenches. The trenches, Eric's, the big boys, the hog mollies versus the fucking fatties. Where's That's the where it's uh, where's
1: won. where's where's the NFL films background music?
0: Seriously, bro. Like I just need John Madden to jump in right now. This guy, right God here. God rest his soul. Gonna Block right off the ball. Blow up this big hole. Look at this hole here. You see this? This is right here for the running back to run right through this hole. Boom! Five yards. You know what five yards is? That's half of ten. That is halfway to a first down. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The team who scores the most points generally wins the game. Like, I'm a firm believer that if you do not have a good defensive line and you do not have a good offensive line, you do not win. See – the Los Angeles San Diego Chargers of the last 20 years. Couldn't stop a run to save their goddamn life and couldn't run the football to save their goddamn life. It's insane. It is one up front all the time. Tom Brady won with the Buccaneers because I told everyone their offensive line is not that bad. You just have to get rid of the football without five seconds elapsing every single time. And they drafted Tristan Wirfs, which shirt up the rest of that, that line. I knew the Bucks Super Bowl was coming, and I said it. I was like, that offensive line is better than people said. That's that was always my opinion. Offensive line, defensive line. And with that being said, I'm trying to think of the best young left tackle. <laughs> Dude, that was why that's why I went defense first. And I've been sitting here trying to think of it for a while. And I've actually just realized that offensive line is kind of struggling,
1: right left tackles are yeah i i would i would say the guy you just named tristan warfs maybe
0: that's the guy i'm gonna end up going with yeah ronnie stanley at... maybe too old so too old. i want yeah, i know that, i
1: mean I... david david bakhtiari injured trent williams old ryan Ramschek getting up there teron armstead getting up there
0: yeah I'm, mean, going, larry, I'm going
1: larry larry Tunsil maybe Laramie Tunsil,
0: is he's yeah. I'm pretty sure he's cut right now dude oh God <laughs> yeah I can you look that up is Larry Laramie tunsells still on a team maybe, maybe um, Tristan Wurfs. I'm going Tristan Wurfs. that's who I said wrong. I, I googled the list of like left tackles and I was like man they really have been struggling I didn't re- I didn't quite realize it to that extent there is no elite dominant left tackle which sorry what was it uh, Tunsil's twenty-seven, and he's still on the Texans. Still on the Texans. Oh shit, he's dead. <laughs> he's on the Texans. He's done. <clears throat> no wonder Davis Mills won four games last year. Is that a testament to Larry Tunsil by himself? <laughs> yeah, I'm going Tristan Wirfs, uh, left tackle, Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, that's that's fascinating to me. Who's the Who's the kid that the Jets don't want anymore?
1: Uh, Makai Beckton.
0: Makai Becton. God, I wish I had him on the Saints. That would be I don't know yeah. why they don't want him. That's crazy. <laughs> 29th ranked. I mean, ah, oh,
1: jeez, dude. Yeah,
0: I mean, I like It's hard. This is yeah. hard. But you don't want you don't want to go running back. You don't want to go wide receiver. No. In my opinion, um,
2: you definitely don't go running back.
0: You definitely don't go running.
2: Receiver, back. they could change your franchise, and they can elevate your quarterback. Yeah,
0: yeah but
1: if you have time to throw to professional wide receivers, you're going to complete passes.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So think about like the Patriots are notorious bad right. drafters of wide receivers, still win Super Bowls regularly. I just
1: i yeah. who who'd you go with? You did wharfs.
0: Worse. Yeah, I went worse. That's who I was thinking initially in my head. Then I Googled a list and the list confirmed it. And then you were saying, I was just like,
1: it has to be. Dude, I I hate to say it, but can can I get it? I have to get them how they are now. Like basically how they've been playing.
2: I mean, that's how it was approached. Because if
1: I can get a healthy David Bakhtiari, I'm going with him. That's the question mark, right?
0: How old is David Bakhtiari? Can you look that he's up? He's like
1: first? thirty, I thought. 30, I'm pretty 39. Sure, he's
0: in the thirties. But left tackles, left tackles are Played very, for very. Productive.
1: I mean, fuck, oh. Whit- Wentworth just retired, or Whitworth just yeah. retired.
2: Jason Peters dominated Philly for like till he was like 37,
0: 38. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, dude, Trent Williams is arguably the <laughs> best Williams, left tackle yeah. in the game <laughs> right
2: now. Dude, well, it's- 39, that would have, I think.
0: That would have been my first
1: pick, but then I was like, dude, I'm getting like two years out of Trent
2: Williams. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Bontiari's only 30.
1: Yeah, but not. He's, he's not healthy, though. He's uh, I hope. Give me Larry Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil.
0: Laramie Tunsil, that's a good... I think that's still a tremendous pick.
1: I think you get him off the Texans, he's a good left tackle.
0: I love, I love Ryan Ramchek, but he's a right tackle. Right. So, I I thought honestly on the line, you guys would go any of them.
2: I mean, I know left tackle seems to be the most important one, but a dope center can
0: change the entire. Yeah, so my two biggest positions on offense are yeah. left tackle and center. I thought
1: about center, too. Yeah.
0: And Rodney, I was just dude.
1: Like, but see, and then Rodney Hudson, but he's old. He's an old dude.
0: Yeah, and Jason Kelsey's old, too. That's right. who I would would win if I was going center. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going Tristan Wirfs, yeah. and I'm going Miles Garrett cornerstones yeah. unsexy when you turn on the film you're not looking at that when you go to espn to get highlights you're not looking at that but it's the stuff that wins and i love winning so
2: the main reason i wanted to ask you that is that is because i i've talked to a couple people at work my brother some of the homies and they're all saying jamar chase or
1: you know the are wrong the, i mean it's yeah it's it's because the sheeple that's what the sheep will like. They like highlight plays. They like these deep balls. They like people don't understand that deep balls don't develop if you have a good guy who can who can pass rush, rush the, the ball, passer,
0: yeah, rush the or
1: passer. disturb the run, so you have to throw the ball, right? Because play action doesn't work if the defense doesn't what, Eric? Buy into the play action, you're the run. Yeah. Right. If you stop the run, you eliminate the play action. If you eliminate the play action, your cornerbacks can play straight on the line and you can stop a pass because they're professionals. And then on the offensive side, if you can protect your guy, if you can get a left tackle that can even run block like an average, if you get a left tackle who can pass protect and a center that can run block, you're in the playoffs. I'm sorry. You could surround them with, with – D D like F, FCS
0: guys, and undrafted. You're in. You're in the playoffs. One thing I will say is like think about the truly elite wide receivers, right? Elite. We're talking like the Calvin Johnsons, the Julio Jones. <clears throat> Which one of them have won Super Bowls? It wasn't until recently, and it, and it's. It's changing with the drafts as well. It's changing with the talent that's coming out. But typically, Super Bowl winning teams did not have these elite wide receivers.
2: I mean, you have to go back all the way to like I think Jerry Rice that era,
0: right? But but I mean, Julian Edelman won MVP. Yeah. Doug Baldwin was on the. It was like Doug Baldwin, Jermaine Curse. You know Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker, but that was a byproduct of Peyton Manning. You know Matt Ryan got to the Super Bowl with Julio Jones, but lost. Yeah, Cam Newton. Who was Cam Newton's best wide receiver when they went to the Super Bowl?
1: Ted Ginn, probably.
0: You no, see- so not superstars. So Devin
1: Fungus. <laughs>
2: so you're the- Greg Olson. <laughs> oh, Greg, Greg Olson. Greg Olson. You're the Buffalo Bills. You're the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. You have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, whoever that guy is for the Bengals quarterback, and Jamar Chase.
1: Whoever <laughs> that Bengals is. You mean Joe Burrow? Yeah. Where is yeah. that?
2: What? Like, who are you paying? Right? Because at this point, from what you guys are saying, the emphasis is on the line, right? But the Bills, they pay Josh Allen and they pay
0: Stephon Diggs. And then we saw Josh Allen take that leap. Right? Well, they paid, they paid Josh Allen after Stefan Diggs because he took the leap. Yes, but I'm saying,
1: take, take take a look, Eric. Take a look at the offensive. I, I would be very interested to see this if it goes along with your point. Take a look at the Buffalo Bills' offensive ranking against the pass over over the years that you're saying that Josh Allen took the leap. I guarantee you they were in the top half of the league.
0: So I I just think it's fascinating, dude. If you want me, if you ask me how I want to build a franchise, I'm telling you right now, I want a quarterback on a rookie deal or a quarterback willing to take less money. And And Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin, yeah. If you do not have a good coach in football, it doesn't matter what you do after that. You can have the illest offensive and defensive lines. <laughs> but if you don't, you know, you know, if you have fucking Kevin Stefanski there, I don't know if you're winning. So or like
1: Ben McAdoo.
0: Oh my goodness. But would hire him as
1: a coordinator, huh?
2: For the Bills in the twenty twenty one season, which is the year he took the leap, right? we would say that or was it the 2020 season? Cuz in the 21 21 in the 2021 season they were rank 17 against the best. 2021 just happened.
0: 2021 2022 or 2020 2021. The season ending in 2021, ending in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the year you took the leap, right? What were so, they overall? Overall? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of dead space right now, but that's, I mean, it's a good question, but I don't, look, I just don't, skill players, I
1: take it, I mean, I can, I can, if you're talking about anchoring franchises, building a franchise around someone, I'm going to get a good young defensive lineman, and I'm going to get a good young offensive lineman.
2: They were 14 overall.
1: So there you go, top half of the league. Against the pass or... No, this is
2: overall. This is overall rankings for the 2021 season.
1: So if they were 17th and they finished 14th just by using simple math here, that means that they were 11th with the run.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: So a pretty decent offensive line.
0: Yeah. It's So, I mean, if you're above average, that's what you, you know... So
1: (laughs) interesting
2: stat... uh, and we won't go into it too much. But um, when Cody Ford was in the game, they had the second best rate for uh, – God damn it.
0: Pass, block, win, win rate?
2: Yeah. And then when he was out, it felt
0: to like second worst. You got it. Okay. So, Cody – so, i.e., start your franchise with Cody Ford. <laughs> there you go. So, um, man, there was a point I was going to make here. Essentially, if you're going to start a franchise with a cornerstone, take a player, you're guaranteed to get 90% of the gains from for 10 plus years. Defensive ends, left tackles, typically, traditionally. There's high variability when it comes to secondary players. There's high variability when it comes to wide receivers because of quarterback play. I mean, running backs, it's they're so devalued now. It's insane, despite them being this Swiss Army knife of an of a weapon. Unless you're the Buffalo Bills, because you don't throw to the running back, um, you know. So if if we're building a franchise and it's obviously not a quarterback, that's how I'm building the franchise. I want a guy that's going to give me ninety percent of the games over ten plus years. Cool. But I don't know. I would love to have a Jamar Chase on my team though. <laughs> yeah, Justin, yeah. Or a Justin
1: <laughs> Jefferson. Yeah. I'm not saying that I they won't be on my team.
0: Yeah. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. Right.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not gonna build my franchise around them.
0: Yeah. I always say that. Don't hear what I'm not saying. That's real feminine of you. Right. But well, with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this podcast unless you guys have any last nickels.
1: I'll serve my nickel.
0: Madison uh- Six. Mavs and six, you heard it here from Eric, ladies and gentlemen. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at podcastroom303. I've been your host, Jermaine Clow Mendes. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EP. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the